This is Nerve Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Delay Kickoff Podcast, episode number 21. Hey, Jamie and Maximus join me as ever. What? What's 9 plus 10? <laughs> 19. Um, Jamie and Maximus join me. Jamie, how are you? How have we just started with that shitty joke? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't want to do this. If we do a tier, <laughs> pack it in, right? Um, how are you, Jamie? Other than that, uh, dead joke to get things going. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm alright. I'm just, I mean, I had just woken up ten minutes ago just to hear that joke. So, <laughs> just the start to the day for you is uh not gone uh, very well. I want to go back to sleep after that. And Maximus is also with us. Yeah. Hello. Well, I think you, they probably know Maximus after that joke. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, a uh, bit of interesting week in the football world. We'll get into it. Um, starting uh, with the news, uh, the PSG and Istanbul Bakashiro game. Bashekshire here nailed it. Uh, players they walked off after the fourth official used uh, some alleged racist abuse towards one of the players. Yeah. Thoughts on this? Um, no to racism, obviously. Um, and yeah, no, that's about it. I mean, it's just... I was so confused watching it at the time. Yeah, I was as well. Like, I had it, I had it on, uh, as well as the United game. <laughs> like, they were just talk because I had it on my phone, and do we? Uh, I can't remember what happened, but I thought we were just arguing some. You just have someone had just like pushed around each other like some something like something that, like that always happens. Yeah. And then I don't know it went it went on for like it was still going on like ten minutes later. I was so, I still didn't know what happened. Were those sorts of things? I presume, I presume, it, was one, I presume it was one of the players that, that had said it. And then when he went off and said it with the fourth official, I just thought, how can how can an official do that? Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I thought as well. I, mean, I thought, how, how can that come from? It? Yeah. Champions League has that no uh, room for racism and stuff, and then they employ officials that commit oh, race abuse. So, yeah. I feel like walking off, um, walking off the pitch though, is actually quite a big step to trying to put yeah. more into this. Mm. Especially, I think there's been a few walk-offs, but that's either been international football or lower league. This is probably the biggest game that players have actually walked off the pitch, in my memory. Yeah, because I mean, when fans are back in stadiums, if you get players just walking off the pitch like we did in the game being abandoned because a fan has done that, then fans as well are going to start turning on the fans that are yeah, doing being racist. It, yeah. is, it, it will get really ugly really quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so people are just going to not do it because, I mean, one, they want to watch football, and two, the fans will just turn on them as well. I mean, the fans should be turning on them anyway. Yeah, yeah. They mm. should be stopping it, but, yeah, it, it will just... I feel like that was a big step yesterday. Uh, not yesterday, two days ago. Yeah. To try and, well, make this better, not put an end to it, because we won't put an end to it. So it's going to be dickheads out there, but... Fair play to them as well for refusing to come back on with the fourth official being involved. Well, they wanted to, um, they wanted wanted to change to him, change him, and put. But the only other option was to put the fourth official in the VAR room, 
And they weren't having that. Yeah, no, but I, could, I could they didn't want him involved as well. Yeah, because after an incident like that, he, it was always going to like sort of swing it for him. I think. Yeah, I think so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's late. It's late to the next day. That was that was probably the best option. Yeah. Well, is 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 a punishment's going to be like a as I said like a ten game ban assault today? I heard ten months. Yeah. No, uh, ten game. Ten game. On Sky Sports. Oh, fair enough. Um. 10 game, 10 game. I'm sure uh, when, when a fan does that, they get banned for life. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So to only get 10 games, I don't, I don't understand that. It's it's a difficult situation. Um, I mean, Cavani's not been banned from what we were talking about last week. Yeah. Or two weeks ago, whenever it was. So, I mean, it's a difficult situation. Yeah. Racism uh, is continuing to be a disease in um, football and society. Uh, speaking of diseases in football, uh, Mina Riola has come out and said uh, Paul Pogba at uh, Man United is over. Just randomly on the Tuto Sport, was it a podcast? I think it was Tuto Sport. Um, day before United's biggest game of the season, that we'll get on to, I'm sure. Um, he comes out and says Paul Pogba and Man United are done. Like a Harsh breakup. Paul Pogba handled himself well in that game, I'll tell you. We'll, we'll get on to the game later. No, we won't. Won't we? Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, that's the main bulk of what we're going to be talking about today, I think. <laughs> um, Jamie, clearly um, a Manchester United fan. What's your thoughts on this? It just, it just pisses me off, to be honest, because like... I we I think we do need Paul Pogba because he is a class above sort of what we've got. Because whenever he does come on and whenever he does play, you can just tell the difference between playing him and playing someone like McTominay, Matic, and Fred. So yeah. it really annoys me that he so clearly wants to leave, and he's he didn't directly disrespect the club, but. He kind of did by just not saying anything. Yeah. You know, like, you speak for your agent a lot of these players. He goes so. on about like how much he loves United. And but if like my agent if I played for United and my agent was coming out and chatting all this shit, then I'd tell him to fucking show up and yeah. I'd publicly apologize for it. Cause, especially because your agent. The amount of fucking like Times. The fact that it was right before this, the biggest game of the season for us so far. Like, you'd come out and you'd say, you'd apologise for what he said, and then you'd fucking tell him to show up. Either that or you'd sack him, like Jamie Carragher said on Monday Night Football. But he's not going to do that. Because, I mean, even this, I wasn't, was it was it last summer when he said when he said as well that he wanted to leave? Um, he's, he's been saying it regularly, hasn't he? Maybe the past year or two. Ever since he went to United. Yeah, as good as he is, he's not lived up to what he should have been at United. And yeah, I just want him out now. This will be a sour taste because he's not set the world alight, which many people thought he was uh, was going to do when he signed from Juventus in 2016, I think it was. Um, But uh, it's he's he's had an okay four years. He's, he's, he's been good for us. Um, but this is just going to leave us... He's had a lot of injuries. 
Yeah, our last in memory of Pogba is going to be the way he's left the club in this horrific way. And it's unfair on the team as well. Clearly, he likes a lot of the team. Um, And it's just a bit harsh that they've had to go to this length and do that. It does say a lot when Bruno's been here less than a year and he's already had more of an impact than Pogba's had in his whole United career. 100%. But I think um, Jamie Carragher was saying... Who's gonna Who's gonna have him? Like no one's gonna want him. Nah, no one's uh, gonna go ask him because he's the most overrated player he's ever seen or something. But because mm. he said he he won't get into a team like that. But I think if he if he goes to someone like Real Madrid or Barca, he'll 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 I think he'll light it up. Like well, in there nice though, I think. Really I I, I think I think he'll smash it and he'll go back to what he was at Juventus. I think because like. I feel like those leagues, I don't want to say they're easier, but... The real, Italian league slow 100%. Those teams are just so dominant in those leagues. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, it'll, I feel like it'll look so good because, because Real Madrid and Barcelona and all that are just a level above. And Juventus are just sort of a level above what else is in that league. Whereas United are sort of like top six team at best. Yeah, it, so, it, like if he was playing, if he was playing for City, light up the Premier League every week, because he is, he is, he is world class. Like he is one of the best midfielders in the world on his day. What Pogba needs is world class players surrounding him. I, I, he definitely needs players better than Matic's and McTominay's and stuff like that. I don't disrespect. Like him. But, like it's more the football that we play, you no? Know? Because if he goes, if he goes, to, if he went, he was at someone like City, where they've got eighty percent of eighty percent of possession every game. Like that suits Pogba so much because he just picked the ball up from deep and yeah, his his passings, his passings are real. So mm. to be fair, if you look back on Paul Pogba's last four years at Man United, I reckon he's probably had his best games against City. I think he's performed against City more than he's performed against any other team, really. Because you remember that game where he spirited that comeback? Yeah, that's one. He always puts a shift in there, so... I'd say best game against City. That's the only one I can think of, to be honest. Mm. No, I think... Mm, he does He does turn it on. He's, he's sort of a... To be fair, a lot of it's been kind of forgettable, to be honest. Uh, he, which... Testaments what he's actually done at the club, but yeah, he has played a lot better than people make out because people criticize him way too much. Yeah, because it's Pogba. He he has been subject to uh, some unfair criticism, but what the one thing Paul Pogba brings is his fanboys, and I I just hate the Pogba fanboys. They literally they will find anything like. They will find something like Pogba scores a scream against West Ham, and the Pogba fanboys on Twitter saying, "Oh look, he's our best player." Screw Bruno, even though Bruno came in and won us Champions League football and has been our best player since January. Oh, yeah. I don't know why they always forced to compare Pogba to other players at United, and it's it's yeah, the fanboys are annoying because anything Pogba does, they're literally singing his praises. If I, I mean, the goal was good against West Ham, but. I mean, anything he does, like he does a four-yard pass with a bit of flair, and literally Twitter erupts. So yeah, well, they always say like 
on his day, he's good. He's better than De Bruyne. But the thing is, when is his day? His days, his days like once every so often. De Bruyne's days like basically almost every game. Yeah, the consistency is just not there with him. And I'm gonna be sad to see him go because you're literally losing a world class player. But it's just getting to the point where it's just it's just time to get him out. Yeah. Um. And I did call. I did controversially say, not long ago, that I'd rather have Van der Beek over Pogba. I'd rather play Van der Beek over Pogba. Yeah. I mean, I think on on his day, Pogba's a better player, but I think you're going to get so much more consistency and probably yeah. a better work rate out of Van der Beek. I think like it, for the benefit of the team, I'd rather have Van der Beek. I'd rather I'd rather have ten seven out of ten performances from Donny Van der Beek than one ten out of ten performance from Paul Pogba. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, we'll move on to um that. It's coming a regular part of the news where we have to talk about uh, a footballer that we've lost this week. This week's it's Pablo Rossi, who has uh, died this morning. Uh, Ita- uh, Italian, 18, uh, 1980, sorry, World Cup winner with the Italian squad, dies aged 64 after a long illness. Um, again, a player, you know, we really didn't see much of because of uh, the generations we grew up in and eras. But, I mean... When Italy are a phenomenon, phenomenon in the World Cup yeah. around that time, you know Pablo Rossi is a legend. And he was, I think he was the top scorer and one best player at that World Cup that we just mentioned. If I'm wrong, he'd just come into the World Cup off the back of like a broken leg or something. So it was all the more fascinating, I suppose, that he'd scored all these goals for Italy. Yeah, he was definitely a spearhead in that, Mid eight, well, mid eighties, where Italy were a top top team, yeah, internationally. Like, I don't, I was going to say something comparing, but I don't really want to compare. But he is a top player, and you know, sixty four. All things considered, he did have a long illness, but it is a young age to die. Obviously, sixty four is not young, but to die it is. So, yeah. upsetting to see. Yeah, of course. Um. Uh, on that same uh, vein, uh, former Argentina manager Alejandro Sabella has died, age 66. He was the manager of Argentina when they got to the 2014 World Cup and lost to Germany. Uh, he's died age 66, as I've just said. Mm-hmm. And I've, um, I mean, this is what, two weeks after Diego Maradona? Yeah, has yeah gone? It's a sad, sad time for Argentina at the moment. Very sad. You know, no, managers talking about every week now. Yeah, literally, you were, we were saying that at the start, weren't we? That someone's dying every week, and it's just very, very sad time to be a football fan at the moment. Yeah, I, I think obviously, if they're eighties, nineties, you're going to expect them to go. But this sixty-four and sixty-six, it is young. I know they had long illnesses, but it is still relatively young to die. Hmm. No, of course, yeah. Um, and respected Italian legend Pablo Rossi, respected Argentina legend because he got him to World Cup final. Yeah, uh, Sabella also you, played for Leeds and Sheffield United at this time. It's crazy, it's crazy to think how dominant Itali- Italy used to be in football and how much they've sort of fallen off recently. So yeah, they were, the, they were the best in the world of football for a very long time, 
and have a sort of like you don't really when you're talking about who's going to win a major tournament you never really bring up Italy anymore well what what was it Euro 26 what um was it World Cup 2018 actually they failed to qualify yeah World Cup 2018 they failed to qualify in Euro 2016 they were knocked out by Germany it's the same with the Dutch they uh I believe the Dutch failed to qualify completely for Euro 2016 and the World Cup 2018. Yeah, I think the Dutch are having a revival, though, aren't they? Yeah, they're in a bit of a revival. So, Italy, Italy's been right. very recently having a bit of a revival. Mm. Yeah. You never really yeah. associate them yeah, now. Yeah, with... yeah, we got Mancini, I think, now as manager. Yeah, you never really think now, though, of them winning, winning a World Cup. But Italy's used... just one of those teams you like, really. Yeah. You can't really hate Italy. Um, bit of good news. Uh, Newcastle and West Brom, if you're into that sort of thing, will go ahead after previous outbreak at the training ground. We reported last week that the Newcastle Villa game was off because of the COVID 19 outbreak at the Newcastle training ground that's now reopened, and the West Brom Newcastle game this weekend will go ahead. So, a bit of good news is that good news? Well, <laughs> if, like, if you watched the game, you probably wouldn't think yeah, it's good news. Yeah, it's good news for West Brom and Newcastle fans. I can't, I can't imagine that would be the best game to watch. <laughs> Definitely. At least we don't have to pay, what was it, £14.99 yeah, for it. Yeah, we don't have to pay for it. <laughs> not that I would be. Oh, definitely not. Catch the highlights on matching day. Um, but, yeah, it's good that the outbreak's kind of been dealt with. Rightfully so. You know, if an outbreak happens like that, cancel the game, make sure it's safe, come back. Yeah, Very cool. It's done well. Yeah. For sure. Um, that's the news, but another sort of depressing bit of news. Um, we'll go on to uh, news in the Foot Champs world, the new segment we're calling. Why do we have to do because, Why? Because hey, yeah. everyone's interested. The highlight of the podcast. Um, I haven't, we haven't thought of a name for it yet, but this week... Uh, <laughs> no, this isn't becoming a regular occurrence. Mate, this, it, is, I'm yeah. telling you, it is. No, it is the... Hey, I literally played 30 games of FIFA, right? I got gold two this week, right? <laughs> and I opened my rewards this morning, and I literally just got... I got two red picks and players that I've never even heard of, and I got 60k, and I, I got 45k of coins, and then I got 15k worth from packs yeah i literally in the packs i just got people that i just discarded and like i'm fucking i'm fucking sick of fifa like i'm just <laughs> i'm just like why do i spend this much time because me and keen have the same conversation every single week yeah but just some slight hope that our rewards might be good and then like as soon as we open them we just we just sit there and just go why the fuck do we play fifa every week this is borderline an addiction like it's just, i don't know why i do it like, I, just, I just need to stop. I just need to stop playing FIFA because, like, I do it for the rewards, but the rewards are shit every week. Yeah, mm. I don't enjoy the game, and then when I get the rewards, they're fucking shit. So, just yep. anyone, if anyone's looking for advice out there, just don't play FIFA. <laughs> yeah, you just fuck you. Just, it's just not worth it. Yeah, it's, it's dreadful. To be fair, I mean, in terms of uh packs and value for money I think probably the worst game out there oh, like even even like the um, the elite players who are getting like the top ranks are just fucking moaning because the the, the red picks that he gets is fucking awful and that's what, that's what everyone sort of does champs for the red picks but yeah it's just 
here is fucking wankers. This 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 FIFA 21 is uh, it's one of the worst I can remember in a while. Nah, it's not that bad, surely. Come on, like Max likes it because the soundtrack's good. <laughs> That's all he cares about. Banging. I think you're probably one of the only ones who like the soundtrack. Maybe. No, I am with Max on that one. The soundtrack is good. I don't know. I feel like you can't have than some of the other FIFAs. Other than you H. Can't have well, you can't have well-known songs on FIFA soundtracks. It has to, it's always like... Indie or something like that. Yeah. I, love, I love having... Do you always have the ones where they're just sort of unknown songs that are just known for being on FIFA? That yeah, Avicii song was on that, wasn't it? I mean... Was it The Knights? Yeah, The Knights, yeah. That's yeah, fairly really big. It's just not... Yeah, the game's just not... If you play Ultimate Team, the game's just not fun anymore. Because uh, it's it's like why we all play career mode, like back in I FIFA, touch FIFA you, this just, you know, you just get M and E K and shove him up front, and you'd have a time of your life. <laughs> like now, you just everyone plays one depth, park with bus, fucking loan Mbappe. Yeah, and it's just like, I mean, I've got actual Mbappe. You're not even that's flex on you. But... <laughs> But yeah, it's just so boring because everyone tries so hard to win now. It's, mm-hmm. it just, it, it, why have we spent so long talking about FIFA? <laughs> I'm not because... doing this every week. I fucking refuse. I will, I will start crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. We, we want have a section about fucking FIFA every week. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing this anymore. We can have a section on Fantasy Premier League and my 98-point masterclass if you'd like. <laughs> Wait, what is that? 98 points. I've got 110, mate. Catch up. Is that on draft or is that on... Yeah. That's on Real Fantasy. Oh, I've taken the element. Oh, shit. No, I, I've got 50 points at the weekend. 98? 98. So, and two of the players it, didn't play. It's, You're it's, one of them bastards that sweats it out, isn't you, Chaz? No. Go on your fantasy every Thursday and they're like, oh, yeah, I better switch this up. What? <laughs> I do change my team weekly because that's the point of the fantasy, Max. Yeah, but everyone well, you go on that. a fantasy, right? And you go on your team, and it says your points, the average points, and the highest. Oh no, it's gone up now. No, never mind. Never Am mind. I still bottom of the draft? I presume so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, to be fair, the fact that I was top is just fucking disgraceful. I mean, Charlie, I'm still. What is it? I'm. I'm still like forty points ahead. Yeah, so. but slow progress. <laughs> you get in there. You get in there. Season's still weird. young. Just one of the weirdos was Patrick Bamford in his team. <laughs> How have you got fourteen points from Matip? You jammy cool. little. That you 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 proper jammed that out this week. How have I jammed that out? Van Dyke injured, Gomez injured. Who is Liverpool's third? Guys, you have jammed it out. Joel Matip. Liverpool always keep. You got to look at Joel Matip. Shit anyway. You know, they crossed the ball into Van Dyke, so Matip's quite tall. <laughs> He's going to be playing, so... Liverpool, <laughs> risk it for the chocolate biscuit, and it's, it's worked out. Re- I want you to replace Oli when he gets sacked. <laughs> Unbelievable analysis. We, qu- we crossed the ball into Van Dyke. He's quite tall. <laughs> That's beautiful. Probably better analysis than Oli, let's yeah. be honest. That's factually correct. I don't know what you're talking that about. Most, that is my Sunday league analysis of the road line. Speaking of Ollie, um, we'll go to this week in football. Um, well, I've put West Ham 1, Man United 3 down. 
it, it seems pretty irrelevant talking about it now because we've also yeah, lost don't, 3-2 don't talk to about Leipzig. That. Talk about the actual result. We lost 3-2 to RB Leipzig league. in the Champions League and we're into the Europa League. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> uh, we have literally not talked about a single positive thing yet. No. Yeah. We've, had, we've, we've had racism, pog-believing, death, FIFA 21. <laughs> and and now we're talking about United. And uh, no, Newcastle and West Brom are back. <laughs> no, no, we don't, no one gives a shit about Newcastle. Um, Jamie, go on. Where where's your mind at? Hey, what are we talking about? We're we talking about winning on the weekend. We're to- no, we're not. We're no. talking about losing on Tuesday and collapsing down into the Europa League. Um, yeah, Ollie got what he deserved, didn't he? He certainly did. His own fucking fault. I don't. I didn't understand his tactics. Like. I don't think there were well, there were tactics, but well, I mean they well, were pretty shoddy. I knew as soon as I saw the starting lineup, we were playing for a nil-nil. When I saw when I saw five at the back with two defensive midfielders, that's I mean, crazy. I don't understand why we didn't just go for it and try and beat them because there's so many reasons why we we should have just gone for it. Like we, we beat them. This is a team we beat five nil before. Yeah, uh, they also they also didn't have their best defender in Upamecano, so we've mm. beat five 0 before. We don't have the best defender. On the weekend, we've just played against Bayern Munich, where we've drawn three all. They've literally just had to uh, so they'll be so fatigued after that game because they've had to put so much into that game, and uh, and he needed to beat us so they would have been chasing the game. So we've got all those factors on why we could have gone and attacked them and scored. And instead, we did, we played into their hands, tried to sit back. And then as soon as they go 1-0 up, their tactics will just change and then we're the ones who have to attack it. So he just absolutely fucked it. He, uh, he didn't do one thing right that game, which annoys me. Especially when we go 2-0 down within 15 minutes and... He waits until half time to change five at the back and two CDMs, and then he tries about eight different left backs. Um, so I, I, I think you guys are being a bit too harsh here. I, 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 it's hard to pick the brains of Ollie sometimes. Yeah, but why? Why has Luke Shaw been rushed back? Because Luke Shaw struggles with his fitness anyway. So yeah. like, to bring it to rush him back into the team, like someone like someone like. Twan Zabi should have been should have been starting. I mean, we shouldn't have been playing five at the back. Yeah. Here's here's the issue. Twan Zabi had a wonder game against Paris Saint Germain when we beat him two one. Yeah, have we game. seen him since? No, no. Uh, well, he came on, uh, but that's... probably for the best that you haven't because he's overrated anyway. So. In fact, I I thought he played well when he came on, well as you could done when you're three two down. But I thought when he came on against Leipzig, he was. I've never seen a manager of it. There's no fucking clue about in-game subs. Like he was literally just throwing people on. Like we needed a goal, and he's just bringing on a centre. He's just replacing our centre back and our right back. He's just like throw it and, and replacing the left back as well. We need a goal, and he replaces fucking three out of the five defenders by just shoving. Twanzebe, Timothy Osu, Mensah, and Brandon Williams on. I un- I understand if you have to make one defensive change to change formation and shape, but the amount of times Brandon Williams had a good impact on the game. I guess Max, just don't talk during this discussion. 
Oh, he did have an awful mate. That's so why, why have we brought him on? Why have we brought on Fosu Mensa? I know I know Jamie hates him, but Dan James was on you sub. Matter was Agalo wasn't on you sub. The most attackive players we've got on the bench were not used. Which... I would have rather seen James and Matter. Like I don't understand why we were just changing defenders. Like why did we sub Twanzebi on for Lindelof? Well, what what was the actual reasoning behind that? I don't know. <laughs> it makes no sense. He was just changing random positions and just hoping something changed. I don't know. I'm sure if you ask um, Ollie, he'll say, oh, I'm just doing what's best for the club. <laughs> Decided to turn the accent on there for the last word, did you? Um, what's best for the club. I think it was, it was I, I just put, I literally put that whole thing down to him. Yeah. I, I but not not on top. It was mainly his fault, and I give ninety five percent of the blame to Ollie. Because it took us seventy five mm. minutes mm. to realise we could have could have actually just attacked his team and scored goals. Like it wouldn't have actually been that hard. To be fair, well, I mean the penalty we got, we're going to talk about it in conversation. But I mean, whatever. And the second goal was, I mean, if that goal was disallowed because Maguire handballed it, I would have bloody broke something, even though we weren't going to come back anyway. I mean, the fact that he gave us hope just makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, we could have we could have actually scored two goals like in the last previous 75 minutes, but... That, that, that last chance as well, when the defender tried to intercept it and like it just pure luck, it just hits the keeper and stays out. Like, yeah. Small margins, as you said. I thought it would have been so classic of recent United to actually get a free free out of that. <laughs> I mean, we don't deserve to go through if that happened. But so, I mean, I take it obviously, but when it when we've we've been going behind in so many games, and it's like Ollie sort of just getting away with it by the time by like so we keep coming back. But this is like one of those games where he's just he's just not got away with it, and yeah, he's sort of a his lack of tactics has just come undone. It, it's just it's, now it's just killed me inside because. You know, we've literally spent this whole time laughing at Arsenal for being in Europa League. Yeah, and now we join them. Um, I did have a think. Now into back down to the uh, Europa League is now we can finally have that into United Europa League final we wanted no. last year. They're not. They're not back down. They came for no. Mate, they went out in the. Oh. Yeah, Jack Cardenesque came third. They came fourth. Oh, well, that's that's embarrassing. That is. <laughs> well, they have, they have got a team full of ex-United. Yeah, what else do you expect? Um, We've got to expect to ball it. That, that, have you seen that Sanchez um, header in the last minute was blocked on the line by Lukaku? Uh, I saw something about that, but yeah. I didn't actually see yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's I actually think Alexis Sanchez could help Man United now. No. Yeah, no, you can't just accept, like... This is like this is what I mean when I say people are gonna go to like the Italian league and Spanish league and perform. Smaller is performing in the Spanish league right. and actually Ashley Young's gone to Inter Milan and performed. Like is yeah. it's just a lot easier to do well in teams like that than it is to do in England. Hmm. So okay. yeah, you can't just say, yeah, Sanchez is doing well in Inter Milan, he definitely do well for us after the shite we had to put up with. So every I used to love Sanchez, and every game I'd give him a chance, and I'd be like, "Right, this is the game that he's going to come." I, I think everyone kind of did that. Yeah, every week was just the same shite. 
that's what I do with Dan James. <laughs> I, I just hope there's going to be a bit, a bit, uh, a bit of magic. Um, you just hope he'll do something to prove me wrong, Bruce. He scored a Champions League goal. What else can you say? Uh, with as well, he's Aaron Wembasakari because he's dog shit as well. Yeah, he was a nightmare. The defense, like I don't, I can't see two polar opposites than United's attack and United's defense. Yeah, well, we, we scored the third most goals in the group stage out of any team. And <laughs> Thanks, Leipzig, for that fight, man. I think I sent that to the group. Like, I think uh, out of like the top 10 teams that scored the most goals in the group stage, they all went through apart from us. And we scored like the third most goals and went out. I just... That... It's the whole defence, but that centre-back partnership, I, I want, I'm going to throw up next time I see it. I, I just think, I don't know whether he's trying to protect them or not. Because Wambasaka keeps going in and he's crap defender of the back post. And Telez is starting to do that as well. And I just feel like they're not confident with the back two. That's why he got two CDMs. We're just trying to protect Maguire and Lindelof from anything. You know, I feel like we'd be making a really big mistake if we let Dalot go. Like if we let him leave permanently after this loan. Because like he's looked really good for AC Milan. I think he's so he's really good going forward and he's gonna improve defensively. Cause he's only young. I see I do like Dallo. I see more potential in Dallo than I do in Aaron Wamasaka. I think that's a bit too far. But how is that, how is that too far? <laughs> we we have contrast but Dallo improves defensively. Then Aaron Wambasaka improves, improves going forward. He has he, Aaron Wambasaka has League Two level footballing ability when it comes to trying to attack. Well, we'll if that shouldn't attack then. Yeah, but when you like <laughs> back, he was not allowed to attack. That just he just kills the team. I, I think I, I would I would rather see us get Dallo back off loan and play him instead. I can't. I can't keep. I get Dallo back because there's rumours that uh, United are in for Kieran Trippier. Now that's for that. That's got to be for competition, not starting place. Yeah, I don't see why Trippier would leave a starting like a starting place in Atletico Madrid's team to come and fight for a place of Aaron Wan-Bissaka at United. I don't know. It makes no sense. Like if he does do that, it's just because he wants to come back to England. But yeah, to 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 be fair, that. I know technically we lost the champions our Champions League spot against Leipzig, but that Istanbul game, I just have flashbacks to that corner that Denver Bar went and scored the other end from. That's the reason we're going out. The fact that we beat them so easily in the game at Old Trafford as well just shows just like how much we fucked it up and how easy it was just to beat them twice. Everyone, yeah. Well, I was going to say, did everyone else beat them? Yeah, everyone else beat yeah. them twice. Yeah. Apart from us. And I mean, the attack is champions, but I mean, we should be trouncing them. I was saying that, like, they were, it's not like it's not the worst thing in the world in terms of who we've gone out to. Because it's not, if we was in like Chelsea's group or City's group and we went out, like the group they've got, it'd be yeah. a lot worse than going Agreed. out to the Champions League finalists and semi finalists. But the fact that we, we beat both of them. We were on six points after two games, and then to go out—it's just—it's so fucking shy. I can't be. I don't want to watch Thursday night football again. I can't. Uh, 
Hang on, I just... Not gonna, we're not going to win the Europa League. So it's, the only thing it's going to do is just affect our Premier League. I'm just going to be playing on Thursdays. I'm just thinking for a second. With the Champions League draw, what were we in the same pot as Chelsea? Uh, I've, I've actually, I've, I've gone. How have how have Chelsea gone into a group with Rennes, a random team, and Sevilla, while well, we've gone into a group with last year's runners-up and last year's semi-finalists, and we finished a place above Chelsea in the league? I'm just, I'm clutching at straws there, but it is an interesting thing yeah. to talk about. Well, you both sort of finished around the same positions. Well, yeah, but, you know, they finished fourth, they we finished third. No matter how many points or goal difference it was. Whether they got to a semi-final or not, they base it off the league position. Mm, yeah, well, Pearson... I mean, at the end of the day, though, PSG and Leipzig just aren't that good. Like, realistically, none of them are going to win the Champions League. No. PSG, I don't, I don't rate highly at all. So yeah, we've only got our, we've only got ourselves to blame for absolutely bottling that. I mean, when the group when the group it's just again they've just give us hope, haven't they? Like when the groups came out, I didn't I don't think I don't think I thought we had a chance of getting out of the group, and then they gave us that hope, and then went and fucked us. It just seems to be a, a very regular occurrence now that we get the hope. Like we're doing well in the league now, we've got got some hope, and then I said within three months I'm probably going to want Ollie out because. Yeah, to continue is it? I mean, you you know, Man United they're probably going to beat Manchester City now, won't they? Because that's the inconsistent okay. world in which we live in as Man United fans. See, so I just I just want to continue this decent league form now. Like, yeah, forget about the Champions League and just try and do something half decent in the league. That that's the way I'm looking at it. I'd rather focus on the league, the Champions League. I know we're. Almost definitely not going to win the Premier League, but yeah, I mean, you, while we're still up there, we'd never win the Champions League. It's just about getting as far as you can. It's about not t- tuning into BT Sport on a Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, um, I'd rather we did what in the Milan did and just came fourth in the group. Yeah, no, totally. Because we're not going to win the Europa League, and we've just got to watch Thursday night football for for a few games now. Uh, let's shift the depression from. Us onto Max because Wolves lost four 0 to Liverpool at Anfield, an Anfield that was uh, two thousand fans attended. Um. Yeah, what can I? I mean, I can't really go out and say that they had an advantage because they didn't really. It was only two thousand fans, but fans are fans. We're not having fans for a long time. Um. To be honest, I don't really remember the game. I just remember it. It's just shit. Like, well, I think Wolves caught stuck... out of position all the time. Cody was fucking shit. I'll drop in for Kilman next week. Um, not interesting. Kilman's never ever made a mistake. <laughs> Kilman hasn't made a single mistake, mate. Honestly, I'd fucking honestly. No, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of Kilman. I think he's he's just <laughs> one thing as well. You can't fucking start Cody against Liverpool because every time he's played against Liverpool, he's made a mistake. No, you can't, goal. You can't say I'm that. starting to think, yeah. I sound like a fucking idiot here, but I'm starting to think it's not it's not accidental anymore. Oh I'm genuinely <laughs> starting to believe like I fucking love Cody's piece. He's been great for us. He's been absolutely great for us. But 
mate, every time we play Liverpool, something goes wrong. And Connor Cody is normally a big reason that this something has gone wrong. And I'm starting to think it's... You're pulling out a conspiracy theory, Zeal. Wait, yeah. isn't Cody your captain? Yeah, and he's a Liverpool You're fan. saying that your captain is purposely throwing... I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he's purposely doing it, but I don't know whether the pressure of the occasion gets to him. You know, you'd think he just Liverpool, be... he try his hardest to perform because he's trying to get the call up. Yeah, I know, but what I'm what I'm saying is maybe he's trying too hard to perform and the pressure's getting to him, so he's making mistakes. You should just be happy your captain's not a walking fridge. Well, he's not far off at the minute. No, he was he was all right. He was all right. I would love to sign Cody, to be fair. Yeah, he's, I, I, he's great. Brilliant. Honestly, he's so good, like motivating the team, leading the team. He's the best leader that England have, and he should be England captain. But Obviously, when he goes to Liverpool, he makes mistakes. And it happened at Everton as well. I think I was reading a stat the other day. He's made like six mistakes for Wolves and four of them have come on Merseyside. I mean, that could be a good move for Liverpool as well, to be fair, if he got Cody in with Van Dijk. Yeah, I worry that, again, he'd feel the pressure and he'd end up making mistakes. And also, I can't really blame him because we've moved to a four at the back. So... Well, quick fire picks this week, centre backs, and I've included Connor Cody in one of them, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh... I'll always back him, but fucking hell, like, I want to see Kilman start maybe the next game. Wolves seem to be sort of in the same boat as Man United at the moment. You just never know what you're going to get with them, game from game. They've always been like that, mate. That's why I refuse to predict a Wolves win because we could fucking lose to like anyone. We literally could lose 20 a lot. Man United, like, you go to certain teams and you expect to win. But Wolves could go Wolves could go to Liverpool and they could get a, 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 a point. But then the next week, they could go to a team, fucking shit team, like West Brom and Norwich and get beat 6-0. And it's like, it's just no consistency with Wolves. And it, it pisses... Ever since I've been a fan, this is going a long time back as well. 2016, when you start watching football. No, 2010 is when I started properly watching football for a bit. Then I dipped out. And then I went back in 2016. Dipped out. So I'll just rewrite my life. Then he came back when Wolves started being good again. No, (laughs) not like that at all, actually, because I came back when Kenny Jackett was in charge. Up Kenny Jackett. Nil-nil. Blackburn, and that's fucking shit. Anyways. Um, I can't even remember what I was going to say now. This does highlight how shit Arsenal are. I'd just like to say that. What? Because Wolves uh, absolutely outplayed Arsenal and then they looked fucking dreadful against Liverpool. Yeah, I know. Arsenal, Arsenal are in a spot of bother. Yeah. Um, well, we should actually talk about uh, each bring to a game to the uh, conversation. Um, Jamie, we'll, we'll go to you first. Have you got a game that you want to Discuss from this past I week in football to discuss um, Crystal Palace smashing West Brom, <laughs> and I think you know. Oh, I wanted to discuss that as well. I think you want. I think you know why I want to discuss that. Uh, it's because so, I'll, I'll admit it. Christian Benteke had a fantastic <laughs> game. <laughs> Zaha had an absolute masterclass, and I just like, uh, tell Charlie to come outside. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, um. 
No, yeah, uh, I will admit Wolf has had a had a good game there. Season uh, so far against uh, table toppers West Brom, but <laughs> he's had a good season. A good season. He's had a good season, mainly because last season he didn't. <laughs> Mate, no, Chaz, you can't even deny me. He's been very, very... No, 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 no I'm not denying This season, he's been one of the best players in the Premier League. Um, but I would just, I just love to see him leave Palace. But we're like, even, even, I'm not even saying like I want him to go to a top, top team. I feel like even if he went to someone like Leicester or Southampton, like he just, it makes such a difference in his career to go mm-hmm. to someone who, like, it's just to, to not be under Roy Hodgson. To, to go to someone who plays half decent football, like, I think he'd improve Leicester and Southampton so much. I just love to see him go to a team like that. Personally, I think he's better off going to a team like Leicester or Everton or Arsenal or, rather than a top, rather than a Chelsea or a Liverpool or Man City. Yeah, I'd like see him go somewhere where he's he's still going to be the star man, but yeah, you know, he's going to have good players around him and a manager who plays good football. Like, I, well, I mean, it's not Southampton's probably not, probably not realistic. They just—I don't think they'd be able to afford what uh, what Palace would want. Leicester mm. could be realistic. He needs to make a move this summer because I thought Zaha was going to come. That's why I looked into his age. He's twenty-eight. Yeah, he he's to... in his prime, and I mean, too much of his he's going to. Yeah, also say he's going to have to move pretty damn soon if he wants to hit the heights that so many people. He's sort of, he's sort of getting into. He's sort of into his prime now, isn't he? So. If he wants to prove how good he is, he needs to get out of get out of Palace and mm. spend his prime years somewhere uh, somewhere proving how good I think he. Can I say something quickly on Leicester? I think Fafana is shit. I don't see what people see in him. Is that the game you want to talk about? Um, it was the game. Well, I wanted to talk about the Palace game, but we've already spoken about it. Um, but the game I would have spoken about had I not spoken about that game would be the Leicester game. And I just, mate, honestly. Everyone's raving about Wesley Fofana. Yeah, he's done all right, but he's just been—he's been average. Everyone's saying, "Oh, he's going to be—he's going to be Milan in France," and it's like, no, he's not. He's fucking shit. That is just, where have you where have, where have you pulled this from, mate? <laughs> honestly, I'm you go on Twitter, yeah, all the dickheads on there spouting off. Oh, Fofana's the next big thing. Oh, he's going to be picked. No, he's not. You said this about Soyuncu. Mate, honestly, is good. How how people overrate Leicester's players so much? I think I think you're a I think you underrate them because no, I'm sorry. Maybe I underrate them, but they're fucking no no, so no, no, no. Underrated. You, you underrate them. You do underrate. Because they're media darlings, mate. Honestly, the fact that you've just said he's shit, you you do underrate Leicester's players. Like, I'm sorry. All right, maybe he's not shit. Maybe he's just <laughs> average, but some of the people already calling him world class, mate. Need to give it a break. I feel like you see like three people say it, and you're like, "Yeah, Leicester fans." No, I've seen quite a lot of Leicester fans, mate. Man United fans, Man City. Hey, fans. I think he's re- He looks really good. What's mate. this social media bubble that you're in that you keep seeing like all these no, yeah, Leicester fans? The bubble is you. What the Midlands banner, whatever. No, Midlands banner page. I mean, no, because Leicester at East Midlands. Well, yeah, but they still get a few Leicester things in that. I feel, I feel like you're following the wrong people on Twitter, to be honest, because I never see, I never see shit like this online. Yeah, I'm, well, I've never once seen someone say Fafana. The only person, the only person I've seen even talk about Fafana, I think, is Jamie Carragher on Monday Night Football. 
A li- I've seen Gary Lineker, but I mean, he's a Leicester fan, so what? Yeah, I don't know. Really count. So many like fucking fans calling calling these Leicester players good, and I'm I watch them and they're shit. So I don't know whether he, I'm watching. He's them not players. shit. He is good. He's, he's good. good. He's well, been really. These fans are saying on Twitter, he's he's shit. Whenever what? I've watched for fun, I thought how great he is and how good he is at positioning. He gets. I thought he looks so good. Like he, he's not much gets past him, and he looks so good on the ball. And for how young he is, for how young he is, he's good, but he's just average. Everyone's calling him world class and saying, "Well, he's not. He's not. He's not been playing average. He's had. He's, he's had one world class performance. He's yeah. done well in Soyuncu's absence. He's been very consistent, and he's been consistently good. Like uh, consistently all right, I would say. I've been watching him play and thinking. He's obviously he's a young player, so he's got a lot to learn, and I look forward to like seeing him in the future. But I wouldn't call him world class yet. Is the point I'm trying to make? Oh no, no one's actually saying that. I promise you, I can find you a tweet saying Fafana <laughs> is world class. A singular tweet. I can find you a tweet saying bloody Martial's better than Thierry Henry. I saw that the other day. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you can find any, but just because you see one person say it, no, I've seen several tweet. people say it. That, <laughs> How many people for us? Oh, so much. Who are going to have a opinion and have an opinion on Fafana? Leicester are good at. I think they've got a good defensive coaching team because they, Coach Maguire, made them look better than he actually is. Uh, then they brought Soyuncu well, in well, and have made him look good. Johnny Evans Leicester is good. Apparently, suddenly good. Um, Even James Justin. Yeah, James Justin hasn't been bad, but Fafana. Yeah, they've, really got, well. they've got very good. Uh, we got a very good transfer team. Mm. Need to be getting all the right players in. Yeah. So this might be a stupid question, Max, but would you sign for Farno at Wolves? Yeah, for the future, but not for <laughs> How can you have this whole discussion and then say, yeah, I'm at Wolves? For the future, not to play in the fucking current 11. <laughs> I really want to add Fafana to that uh, quick pick centre backs now. <laughs> um, it makes no sense. It, it makes perfect sense. Literally, you've literally called what him. You said I called him for the bench, not for the starting eleven. Yeah, but you said he was shy. I was having him on the bench. <laughs> well, I'm having him on the bench if he's shit. You got to think Wolves have no depth at centre back. So yeah, he he on the bench. You just said he's shit. Why would you sign a player that you think is maybe shit? shit was a bit harsh? I said he was average. <laughs> I said maybe he's not shit, maybe he's average, but for me he's overrated. And why would you sign a player like that then? Because he's young, he's got Premier League games under his belt, and he can get better. Like I said, I'm excited to see him get better. <laughs> Feel like you've just feel like you've taken this. You've just taken this too far on the Fafana hate. I feel like no. I feel like one you, part of my argument has been taken out of context. No, I feel like you've you've gone in too much on him, and now you're realizing that you yeah, might... maybe I, maybe I was a little harsh, but average. I think he's nothing more than average. Um, but yeah, it just pissed me off when I saw people calling him world class. I was like, not world class yet. Maybe, maybe give him a couple of seasons. Oh, we can't, we can't go into this more. Is, I just one final question: Who's better, Fafana? Actually, no. You know what? I'm going to save that for the um, quick picks. I'm going to add that one in. Um, game I want to talk about: Chelsea three, Leeds one. 
Jamie's prediction for the uh, Premier League. Uh, Chelsea again looking strong. Um, I want to talk about Leeds a little bit because um, they're just so inconsistent. And when we say inconsistent, we don't mean, you know, week by week. I mean, inconsistent in one game. I'm sure we can all agree on this one, that Marcelo Bielsa making into ESPN's top 10 coaches in the world is absolute fucking bollocks. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's fucking bollocks, but I would Mate, say it's no, 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 no. He's not top 10 in the world. He's never top 10 in the world. Well, yeah, it's unjust. He shouldn't be there. But, I mean, it's not like saying flipping Slavin Bilic has made it. Slavin Bilic has pretty much done exactly the same job as Marcelo Bielsa. It's just he has less money to spend. Everyone, Everyone's been going on about like, how good football leads play. Well, they haven't. I don't even think they've played, been playing that good football as of recently. This, this, thank you. Thank you. I agree with that. A lot of the games have been quite low scoring. Yeah. Not, we're not exactly, you know, setting the league on fire. Like, the only... the only, I mean, they're above Arsenal, but so is most teams. Like, yeah. they're below, they're, um, are they doing the best of the promoted teams? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Because well, West Brom are full of it. Yeah, but I mean, there's still there's still four teams in the league. Yeah, but you look at you look at the quality that came up last season. It would be a big surprise if they weren't doing better than the rest of the promoted teams. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's still fourteenth in the league. We're not exactly doing anything special. Well, this yeah. is what I was going to touch on: the fact that they are so inconsistent in a game. They will have a good ten minutes, and then a terrible fifteen minutes, and then a good ten minutes, and then it's just so up and down, like per game with them. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a very max moment, but before the season, I did say, I did see a lot of people saying, well, I saw a lot of Leeds fans saying they could break into top six. No, I, I always no. knew they wouldn't. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. It's just to stay in the Premier League would be a good start. So inconsistent. Up a mid-table, maximum for me. And but, you look no. at Marcelo Bielsa's team, most of them fall apart in January. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like they've been slightly overrated. But I, I do think Bielsa is a good manager. Overrated. He's a great coach, don't get me wrong. But top 10 in the world? No, sorry. No, there's better coach. There's, he doesn't even, oh, he's barely top 10 in the Premier League for me. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's sort of like a another, another Wilfred Zaha situation where I'd love to see what Bielsa could do with a better team. Yeah. Like, that's the that's the thing. I, I'd love to see how he'd do if Ollie left and we got Bielsa, and I'd love to see what happened there. That that would be that. I I would enjoy that. That would be interesting to see what he could do with a team like United. Hmm. But is that, he's you, that big of a character as well? He could sort of handle that. If you discount Klopp, Guardiola, and let's say Mourinho, is there a manager that can get more out of this Leeds team than Bielsa is currently? Uh, Nuno, Brendan Rogers. Do you think if you put Nuno in that Leeds team, they would be doing better than what Bielsa's doing with Leeds? I, yeah. I don't think so. He'd recall Barry Douglas, make him better again. No, in all seriousness. Isn't Barry Douglas like 60? No, he's 31. It's Jesus Christ. That's why he's been around this whole century. Nuno has, Nuno has literally done better. Than him, like when Nuno yeah. came up, like what? Where? Did oh yeah, I'm not saying Nuno has done ten times the job Bielsa is at Leeds, and he yeah, Nuno Nuno came up and got Europa League football. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nuno is underrated. I'll, I'll give you that. Right, yeah, I'd be extremely surprised if Bielsa got champ- got a Europa League football. Yeah. It took Nuno one season to get promoted, spending the exact same amount as Leeds, actually probably less. Um, And it took Nuno one season to get Europa League football. It's probably, it'd take Bielsa about five seasons, I reckon. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. It's not like Nuno spent so much more money than Bielsa has. You're looking. I, I I agree. Nuno is a great manager. I'm just saying, if you look at Leeds' team, you know, what well, he made there, sure there's, there's, there's no top quality players there. Leeds defensively drilled, right? So Nuno, the first thing Nuno would do in that team is make sure they're defensively drilled. Yeah, I feel like the, uh, I feel like the question should sort of be flipped, and it should be. Should be would be be also be able to do what Nuno's done if he had Wolves' team. No, he wouldn't. If he came up straight away with Wolves, would he have been able to do what Nuno's done? That uh, I think they're very different managers, but yeah, I but think it's very early on to rate Bielsa as highly as everyone rates him because it, mm. it's only the start of the season. We need to see what he can do with Leeds. I think he's been overrated because he's. These play. I know they're not playing as attacking as they have been, but they play nice football. Okay, yeah. mostly. So I think that's why he's been overrated because the beauty is more than the consistency with a lot of fans. That's why loads of people like Pep more than Jose. And we won't go into it now, but you know they don't like Jose as much because he plays defensive football, even though it works. There's people always prefer glamorous football. Than to perhaps football that can win games. Yeah, I mean, Tottenham are going to be here. With, I mean, if we're going on to Tottenham, I'm. Um, we can touch on it. I'm very, oh, I'm very uh, nervous that Mourinho's going to win the league with Tottenham. I'm very nervous about it. Mate, he should have won the league with United. It's just that Pep City were ridiculous that season. Yeah, that, that's a good point. To be fair. Yeah, no, no. I, to be fair, I want to see Tottenham win it. Any other I, season, imagine if he wins it with Tottenham, though. Like, that'll put him. That'll put. I mean, he's already well up there. But that, I think that I think that'd put him so clear of Guardiola. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, without doubt. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he is already better than Guardiola, but I think he. I think he, I don't think it'd be a debate anymore if he if he went and won the league with Spurs. It it it, it is. They need to remain like Son and Kane are the two big hitters there. They need to remain fit if they stand a chance. Yeah, injuries to Son and Kane that would be a big issue. Yeah, but yeah, they've got they're the best team in the league at the moment. Well, yeah, the first. So yeah, I'm actually quite happy to see he's sort of come back because everyone was saying he's finished and he's done. Yeah. I'm quite, I'm quite happy to see him doing well, but I am as well. I'd... And I would rather see Spurs win the league than Liverpool. So, yeah, or and, and City. And, and imagine AFTV's meltdown if Spurs won the league. That'd be quality. I actually want them to win the league now. Just thinking about that. The only bad thing about Tottenham winning the league is my brother's a Tottenham fan, so I'd have to block him on everything. But you know, I'm sure I can uh, deal with that. Yeah, I'm cheering Spurs on. <laughs> Are you still sticking with your Chelsea prediction, though? Oh, yeah, I think Chelsea will win it, but I want, I want Spurs to win it. 
Well, you and I are in the conversation at the moment, believe it or not. I know we actually we win the game in hand against Burnley with two points off the top, um, which is mad. If if imagine if Oli won the Premier League from Man United, he would be the go. He would. He would. Awesome. Uh, I I just want it to happen. Um, let's move on to the conversation. Um, not much to talk about this week. Um, Man United, VAR, lovely combination. It's back. Yeah. Um, Dean Henderson kicked the ball, did it go out of play before Paul Pogba fired it into the top corner against West Ham. Did the ball go out of play? Yeah, well, I, I think it did, but I mean, you, you, you can't check that there and there. In that situation, you have to just go with the on field decision of the lineup because the linesman. He's, he's got the best view of it. There was no camera angle that could go directly behind the line. Yeah, they don't have like oh, the ball was fucking 60 yards in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I saw a, like on, on the uh, West Ham fan TVs, whatever it is, they were all fucking outraged by it. Well, how you meant, how can you tell that? Yeah, you got can... 60 yards in the air and you've not got the right camera angle for it. How can you tell if that ball's gone out of play? To be fair, it, the ball started in play and ended in play. It swerved out and went back in. I, 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 it would have been harsh to disallow a goal. I knew there was no way it was getting disallowed. Oh, no. It, there was no way we could determine whether that was... Man United were involved, that's why. We, just, we had to just go with, we had to just go with what, the on-field decision there. So I don't think there was anything wrong with that. Unless yeah. now installing cameras directly on the line of the uh yeah that, that yeah there's you can't imagine if they actually got technology and they were checking that that would have taken a good five minutes yeah, just how far the ball was in the air as well i like, how how could you manage to draw a line like perfectly straight down from that high up exactly it would have it would have been impossible to tell so yeah yeah that that west ham fan on that west ham tv was Saying football's corrupt and all this shit. I absolutely love that. That was brilliant. Yeah, trying to rival AFTV. Um, I, Danny Ings, uh, I've, I, I've just watched this before the podcast. That's why I had to do because I didn't actually see the Brighton Southampton game, but I heard about the penalty incident. Um, I, I, one of the Brighton players was it Ben White? One of them pulled Carl Walker Peters down in the well, was it in the box? Is the question. Max, I can't remember it, but I remember watching it. Oh, anyway. I not for me, no. Yeah, I remember watching it, thinking that's definitely outside the box. Yeah, yeah. I think you. I've I've more included this one because it is probably the most controversial of the week. And how have they? How have they? Like every week, it seems to be something different. One week it will be an offside. Next week it will be a handball. Next week it will be a foul. Next, like the ball's flipping gone out of play on one of these this week, and now it's out of the box. Like, how can you not see that the foul has happened outside the box? Yeah, it's the the player's gone down in the box, but the the foul actually happened outside yeah, the box. Meant, and how they didn't see that, I don't know. It's meant to be where the contact was first made. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking that's that was a. That was a big error from VAR when I saw it. They, that, 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 that was one where they got it they got it massively wrong, I think. I, yeah, I, I, normally, I normally agree with VAR, but... 
Yeah, Jamie's well, a big. Jamie loves the conversation. I do. I do. I'm normally. I'm normally. Uh, I'm normally very. I normally defend VAR, but I don't. I don't think I can on this one. No, no, mate. VAR is bordering on defensible at the moment. But, but whenever I talk about this, though, I always say it's fucking ambulance. Whenever I talk about it's always. It's not VAR's fault. Like, it's not actual having VAR that's the issue. It's the people that are on VAR. Yeah, that's what we touched on last week, isn't it? Still, the fact it's that... still human error. Mm. Like, it's having... doing what the law tells it to. Yeah. It's just like, if, if, if the refs can't see that the contact was made outside the box, then that's the ref's fault. It's the people who's on VAR's fault. It's not, it's not, it's not actual VAR, having VAR's fault. So yeah, that, that, that argument's bollocks. Like, with offside, you can kind of, you know, it's our toe, you know, is it offside? Is this the right perspective? Is this the right angle? Is this the right camera? Handball is, has it touched the right part of the hand? But with this, it's in the box or it's out. It's black and white. Yeah. And they got it wrong. Um, Finally... Man United against Leipzig. Mason Greenwood was fouled in the well, fouled in the penalty area and was given a penalty, which started Man United's unsuccessful comeback. This yeah, wasn't a penalty. It's completely irrelevant. Like it's irrelevant. Like, but it's it not would have been a very big talking point if United did actually go through. But the fact that we still lost the game, like yeah, true. But it wasn't a penalty. When it I first saw it, I thought penalty. But when I saw the replay, I did think that's a bit soft. I, I was literally just hoping anything at that point. I was yeah. like, please, mm. ref, just give a goal. We don't, I don't even want the penalty. VAR yeah, trying the best to uh, to send us through. But... Yeah, that that was a very VAR-inspired comeback for United, there, even though it was even unsuccessful. Without, even with the help of VAR, we couldn't we couldn't manage it. But we can't we can't go back into talking about United. No, we can't. Yeah, uh, yeah. That again, uh, wrong decision from VAR, Myers. But as you said, it would have been a bigger talking point if United actually got the point and went through and Leipzig didn't. Yeah, I've not, not seen anyone mention it, to be honest. No, yeah, exactly. It's completely... Well, with Danny Ings, it was the winning goal. The Ings yeah. penalty, that is. Yeah. So, um, quick fire picks. This week, it is uh, centre-backs. Yeah. Um, so, I need to add the one I just thought of. Um, but while I do that... The first one is Van Dyke or Koulibaly. Van Dyke. Yeah, Van Dyke. Yeah. Fucking Van Dyke. He's just done that because in the summer he didn't want Koulibaly. <laughs> he just wants us all to say Koulibaly shit, doesn't he? Yeah, literally, he wants us all to say Koulibaly shit. What? Chaz, he's come not, on. It's not shit. You think he's shit? Yeah, but who else you going to compare to the best centre back in the world? He's not shit. He's just twenty-eight years old and he's charming. Yeah. I like Zaha, too old. Too old, yeah. 28's taking it too far, way faster yeah. Prime. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, unacceptable. I like you saw Maguire when he was 26. When well, yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of him anyway. So, um, Sergio Ramos or Rafael Varane? Sergio Ramos. He's not really close so far, Charlie. I hope he's improved. Ramos, well, well I know, but... Uh, okay, PK or Chiellini? PK. Chiellini. Nah, you got to look at PK. PK. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like I've just done that to be controversial. To be honest, nah, got to be. A lot of these aren't really that close. 
Yeah. They'll get more interesting the lower down we go. Fucking hope so. Uh, Laporte or Dilich? Ooh, Laporte. Yeah, I got Laporte. I'm pretty sure um, it's a few weeks. Well, Dilich still plays football. <laughs> um, Jerome Boateng or Mats, hum- Mats Hummels? Uh, Jerome, uh, no, Mats Hummels. Hummels. It's got to be Boateng, surely. No, Hummels. The fact that Hummels couldn't get into Bayern's team and had to leave to join Dortmund. No, he could get into Bayern's team. Right? He just chose to release him because he was getting older. Yeah, but Boateng's getting older and he's still consistently in there winning the Champions League. Uh, he was so recently. He's, it's only recently he's got back in there. Before that, he was being dropped. No, he was. He was a. He was a star, regular starter. He was in the team. No, I'm pretty sure between like 2017 and 2019, he was in and out of the team. Like he was always on the bench. No, in that Champions League winning season last season, he was. He was main centre back with Alaba. Yeah, but I'd say over the course of his career, Hummels has been actually quite better. Hmm. Uh, Ruben Diaz or uh, Deirdre from Meccano? Ruben Diaz. Um, I'll go Diaz. Yeah, thank you. Only just, though. Um, Harry Maguire or Toby Alderweireld? I think Tony, yeah? <laughs> Fucking hell, Chaz, come on. Charlie, what is that? What, what do you mean, what's that? That is awful. How have you even asked that? Alderweireld. Then Harry Maguire or John. Well, yeah, I wanted to compare them somehow, but I mean, I didn't want to compare them to Carl Bartley of West Brom. Wait, what are we doing this on current current form, or are we doing this over there? Current? We're just doing it overall, really. All oh, right. Yeah. Still, I'd, so that yeah. makes it even worse. How have we done that? Well, I, I wanted to include them somehow. This was a very last minute thing. Um, this one might get a few laughs as well. Um, Joe Gomez or Kurt Zuma? Obviously not current form. Kazuma. Yeah, that's quite close to actually. I'd say, I'd well, say that's a laughing one. I'd say it. Yeah. I think I think Kazuma and he's funny. One of your best ones. <laughs> Thanks. It means so much that you said that. <laughs> um, uh, Gomez. Um, Connor Cody or uh, Soyunku? Connor Cody. Are you sure, Max? Yeah. Sure? I've, I've gone Connor. Cody. done it for one season. Everyone forgets his first season when he was go. Yeah, no, I think Cody as well, but I just thought you hated Cody now. <laughs> uh, Willie Bolly or Tyrone Mings? You what? Willie Bolly or Tyrone Mings? Willie Bolly. Tyrone Mings. What? Are you mad? Willy oh Bolly. my god! You gonna be saying that to be on a wind up? Surely. <laughs> Well, I don't think there's that much difference between them. Jamie loves Mings. There's absolutely fucking quite a lot of difference between them. I don't, I don't know, to be honest. I, I rate well, Mings. I fucking personally don't, but... I feel like... I'll, I'll accept your opinion. I feel like there aren't many people outside of Wolves fan base that rate Bolly that highly. Nah, because he's underrated. Hmm. Are you saying that because he plays for Wolves? Well, yeah, our whole fucking squad's underrated. When you look at it, massively underrated. If you actually He's one of the more underrated them. players in the Prem. They're not, they're not that underrated, though, because everyone rates them. Yeah, but no one talks about them like they talk about. Yeah, because it's Wolves. No one really cares about Wolves. Yeah, <laughs> fucking shambles. Like, if they played for United or someone like that, people would talk about them. But... Yeah, I know. It's, it's fucking just... it's shit that we've now got a big six that control everything. Yeah. 
<laughs> just how it, it's just. I mean, and we, Leicester. The big, the big six have more fans than Wolves, so it's just how it's going to work. Yeah, well, City. Well, yeah, but City win the league every before, year. Before their takeover, they they didn't have more fans than Wolves. I'm telling you that now. But yeah, they probably still don't. Yeah, they probably still don't. Um, <laughs> and finally. Uh, I just added this one. Uh, Wesley Fofana or Max Kilman? Obviously, it's Fofana, but I just... Fofana, mate. He's been doing it for a few seasons now. Kilman's only really broken into the team. Like, broken last season, but he's only really been playing consistently this season. That was just to test the waters of how far your Fofana agenda's going to go. Mate, I, like I said, I'll probably, I was probably in the heat at the moment earlier calling him shit, but I do <laughs> think he's overrated. Brilliant. Fofana. Brilliant. Um, This week's big question with the Manchester Derby on the horizon. We're asking, who is the better Manchester side? What colour is Manchester? Is it blue for Manchester City or is it red for Manchester United? Red. It's always been red. Oh, I thought we'd do the combined 11. (laughs) (laughs) it's a man city team jamie okay i was was waiting for you to ask the combined 11 then (laughs) i mean we can if you want oh yeah manchester's red obviously okay manchester's red uh (laughs) combined 11 this will prove if manchester's red or not we're above them in the league combined 11 it's got to be edison Maguire, and diaz what the hell (laughs) <laughs> no. I love John Stones over McQuire. Go on, Charlie. Aaron Wambasaka or Kyle Walker. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my boy Wambasaka, but uh, actually, I, I mean, you can't really defend. I'm pretty sure you didn't, didn't you say a few weeks ago that Wambasaka was when I was talking about who I'd have at right back for England. I'm pretty sure you put Wambasaka ahead of Kyle Walker. Did I? <laughs> well, then I'm going to go wine Bissaka, aren't I? <laughs> uh, I'm fairly convinced she did, and that is absolutely ridiculous. Come on. wine Bissaka is absolute shite. Uh, I now, I've now have a wine Bissaka agenda. <laughs> what do you say now? <laughs> it's getting up there with Dan James. Oh, Dan James is making this team, 100%. Um, he walks into Mercedes' team. Yeah, Carl Walker is good. I'll just ask quickly: Does Juan Mata get in this combined eleven? Well, we'll get there, but uh, no. Um, no. So you've got a Juan Mata agenda? Yes, I do. Max, who are you putting in? Juan Bissaka or Walker? Juan Bissaka. Brilliant. Uh, Centre backs. It's got me Laporte and Diaz. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. obvious. Nice. Uh, left back. This is going to be an interesting one. Tellers. Yeah, Alex Tellers. Yeah. Easily. Mm. No debate. I've got a uh, mm. <laughs> no Tellers is, is good. I'm not. I've not been happy with Tellers defensively though. He's a, he's shit defensively at the moment. That's, that's too far. I feel like gonna, I feel like you're trying to make up for Wambasaka being extremely. Well, no, Wambas no Wambasaka has been shit than Tellers, but far worse. To be fair, Tellers did a similar thing to what Wambasaka did in that Leipzig game, but because Tellers is new, people aren't talking about it. We haven't and seen Tellers' full potential, is what I'm saying. Yeah, Tellers can actually pass the ball. That is true. Well, 
Next, next, next position, Charles. Next position is C D M. Fernandinho. Yeah. That's what, he didn't even he didn't even play for him anymore, does he? Yeah. Play for him, but he doesn't he doesn't start, does he? Yeah, I know, but he's still getting you know, for any United CDM. If he's not getting in the city, if he's not getting in the city eleven, how's he in the combined eleven? So I'm pretty sure they start like five cams, don't they? they yeah, you know who who I think everyone starts for for say he changes it so much. Fernandinho, then he doesn't make for city eleven. But oh no, 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 no! I've just thought it should be Rodri. Right, the midfield three has got to be Rodri, Fernandez, and. Oh shit! Do you know what I was going to say? I was going to say Rodri Fernandez, Pogba. I completely forgot about De Bruyne. <laughs> At least you're honest. Right, it's got to be Rodri Fernandez, De Bruyne, Fernandinho, oh, Fernandez, De Bruyne. Oh, you got to put fucking Rodri in there over Fernandinho. Oh. Has been one of the reasons, man. Well, a big reason to see his domination. Current, we're talking about current, though, aren't we? Yeah. I thought we were on current form, yeah. Yeah. It's just who's going to get in the combined 11, you know. <laughs> he doesn't get in cities and heaven. How's he going to get in combined 11? <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. He is... I think he's better than Audrey. Uh, all right. <laughs> you have a bit of a vanilla opinion there, mate, you know. No, it's the right opinion. Um, attack of line. Uh, let's go to the right wing position. Or any wing position. The two wingers. Sterling, Aguero. Oh, fuck. I want to say Rashford, to be fair, because he always pops up when you need it. That that was going to be my front three. Yeah. I'm just laughing that you called it the attackive line. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just shut up. Who's your front three? Is it a front three? It's a front three. Yeah. Um... Greenwood on the right. Uh, Hang on, Greenwood. But let's let's hear him out on that one. Fuck you. Greenwood on the right. Uh, Jesus. Oh. I don't. I think it could just be a fifty-fifty between Sterling and Rashford. Why are you putting Rashford in over Greenwood, man? Because Rashford, Rashford doesn't play right. Because Rashford doesn't play right wing. Why don't you put Sterling in over Greenwood? Rashford plays because they don't play in the same positions. I'm he did play right wing when uh, he it was him, Marshall and Cavani. Marshall on the left, Cavani up front. Yeah, he's played like two games there. I was sort of comparing. Well, the two games it was. <laughs> I was sort of comparing Greenwood to Bernardo Silva and Mares. I thought I thought the left hand side was going to be a Rashford or Sterling debate. I would. I would probably put Mars and over Greenwood for now. Yeah, with my with my United bias, I'm putting Greenwood in there, on the right, and I'll, I'll put I'll put Sterling in on the left just for um, just so I'm slightly less biased. Yeah. I'd have Rashford over Sterling. I don't know who goes up top because Aguero's Aguero's a bit past it because he's injured. I feel like you'd have to have Jesus. What do you what? Sorry. Um. No. <laughs> well, it, why are you putting up front? Aguero. Sergio. What, on current form? Well, on no, because he's been form. injured. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's not played yet. He's still better than anything we've got. Hang on, he's still, still got the same amount of league goals as Martial. Last night. 
What? He scored last night. Oh, I, did, I didn't watch it. I can't lie. Fair enough. I don't even know what score it was. Uh, I didn't yeah, even watch it. 3-0 against Marseille. Right, fine. We'll put Aguero in there. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what a brilliant 11. Yeah. yeah. This could win the Champions League, this 11. <laughs> yeah, just shove Bruno Fernandes in there and Alex Tellers and you got a Champions League. Uh, I'm Wa- Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Yeah, I'm Wan-Bissaka. <laughs> Wait, did Aaron Wan-Bissaka actually get in that team? Yeah, that's two to one. Cha- Max, did you put Aaron Wan-Bissaka in that yeah. team? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even, I didn't even I'm nearly falling asleep. I literally skipped over that. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I should have been more outraged. Yeah, I feel like you should have. <laughs> I was really waiting for you to go... Oh, fucking mental, but no, there was just silence. I was like, oh, fuck I didn't even realize what we do with that. I thought it was just joking that Charlie had put him in there. I didn't even realize. No, but I do, I do rate Juan Bissaka quite highly. I mean, I think he's quite underrated. Don't get me yeah. wrong, the game he had against Leipzig was the worst I've seen him, but. Um, uh, what about the Brighton game? He has fought. Okay, that was shit as well, but, you know, the, he was great against PSG, great against Leipzig the first game. Can I, I've got a big question no. for you two, right? When he's good, he's really good. I've when got, he's bad, he's really bad. <laughs> There's no real in between. A big question for you two, right? Who would you rather see leave out of these three? Aaron Wan-Bissaka, Harry Maguire, or Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Harry Maguire. <laughs> oh, God. I actually... I feel like I'd have to take a, a full day to think about that one. I think... Maguire. I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know. Maguire. Yeah, I feel like if you got Pochin... A couple of tow trucks to bloody get Harry Maguire out of the football club. Pochin, I, I feel like, like if you got Pochin to this team, it'd make such a difference. Hmm. I don't want to say I'm only out, but in a, few, in a few months it will be. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he goes on a three-month and beat and run. <laughs> Just on three months, it's scheduled that Jamie's going to be only out. Three-month and beat and run. And he's top of the league. I'll be singing only at the wheel. Well, that's not going to happen. Live on the channel. Yeah, don't, I don't think he's going to... Well, no, he, he will last three months, but... Yeah. He'll last until the end of the season, I reckon. Yeah, but he shouldn't because he's, he's, the form's going to drop. Yeah, 100%. Let's just hope everyone else's form's going to drop as well. Yeah, we just don't hope everyone else is just as shit. Mm. But it's Maguire. You know, he's the captain of Man United, apparently. See, I feel like I don't rate, I, I don't hate him, I don't hate him as much as you do at all. No, <sighs> to be fair. To, to be fair, he, he's, he's had a few good games, but <laughs> when 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 Maguire, he has a few good games and then he does something ridiculous. Who Who was the team he played against when he was playing bloody heading tennis with himself? He had the ball like five times to set someone through and they scored. Who was that? Was that Tottenham? I think that was Tottenham for the first or second goal. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. He kept heading the points. <laughs> yeah. I quite, I, I, do, I, quite, I quite like Maguire, I can't lie. I feel like he, he, he definitely improved us. Because we, I mean, we did have Chris Smalling and Lindelof at one point, so. Yeah, it's, it's the partnership more, to be fair. If you, I, mean, I would get rid of Lindelof before Maguire. And see how Maguire does with a competent defender next to him. Yeah, I'd like to see what he could do with someone who's actually half decent next to him. Yeah, because like, I mean, 
there is a there is a sort of a reason we paid so much money for him because he was actually very good at Leicester. And before he came to United, everyone considered him considered him England's best defender. He's England's mean, best. So don't try and justify the eighty million pound price tag, please. Yeah, yeah I'm not. That, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, the fact we we did spend fifty million on Wembasaka as well. So yeah, one hundred and thirty million on Maguire and Wembasaka was actually depressing. Yeah. yeah. To be fair. I oh, Wambasaka should have gone for what forty max. If that, that that's pushing it as well. To be fair, <laughs> that that summer was that <laughs> we signed Maguire, Wambasaka, and Dan James that summer. Dan James is a bargain. That is that is actually that, we thought he was a bargain at the time. Like it, <laughs> it was a good summer transfer window before uh, lockdown. And then lockdown happened, and Wambasaka came back, dreadful. Maguire, God knows, and Dan James is Dan James. Dan James <laughs> shit since November last year. Well, you know, in September and that Not many can score Champions League goals like he can. <laughs> um, anyone, you want to promote your socials before we head off? Um. At Max Masavo on Twitter and um, at Griffo Chaz on Twitter. Oh, okay. What's, what's, what's this about? Yeah, at Charlie Griffo one on Twitter, thank you. Um, and of course, at Delay Kickoff one on uh, Twitter. And Instagram. Another active. Oh, yeah. How's the Instagram going? Oh, uh, yeah, really well. Thank you, mate. How are you? How are you? <laughs> Fine, thanks. <laughs> Lovely. What the fuck is this? Brilliant. <laughs> I'm literally I'm nearly falling asleep. I'm so tired. Oh one podcast, Jamie will wake up. And I, I, I always podcast. whenever whenever it's the night before and you go, Yeah, let's do it at two, I always think, Yeah, I'll be fine doing that. And then it gets to like eleven PM and I've still not fallen asleep and oh. I just think why have I agreed to do this at two. Oh god. The Christmas period you'll sort your sleeping pan out, won't you? Hmm. I hope so. I, I hope so. But uh, I'm not promising anything. We anyway, just need, we just do what we did for you last week. Just do it at 8pm. Yeah, I enjoyed that, to be fair. Oh, yeah, eat. Just done it. We should have done it whilst I watched the Europa League. Okay. I'm going to have to get used to that now. Yeah, we can't do 8pm on Thursdays because uh, in February because um, certain men you're not going to be playing. Um, thank you all for listening and we will see you next time. Yeah, cheers. Cheers.